We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. A 15-yard penalty, and I don't condone this, but I kind of do in the playoffs. A 15-yard penalty for a late hit on Brock Purdy is not a bad thing as long as it's worth it. I, I'm just saying, this but, is the so, mindset you go time. into when it's battle. And it's it's kind of like the reverse of hockey. What don't they do in hockey in the playoffs, Joshy? Shave their beards. That and one other thing. They don't fight. They don't fight. They don't fight. This is kind of like sometimes a 15-yard penalty is worth it early in the game if you knock the living crap out of the guy. And then he kind of like sticking your helmet in the ribs of Nick Bosa is like, "Ah, I'm hearing ghosts. That's Mark Chamora, former Packer, talking about their game against Hmm. the Niners. And, hey, take a penalty, hit Brock Purdy, hit him hard enough, take a penalty. might be good. might be worth it to rattle him a bit. I don't really understand the comparison to hockey and fighting. Yeah, I don't either. At Is all. he saying because there's going to be no retribution if you do it? I don't know. And hockey in the playoffs, dirty hits go up and they call penalties less and they don't suspend you for as long. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know the penalty in the comparison to hockey. But he's catching a lot of flack. Richard Sherman called that a disgusting viewpoint to have shared. Yeah. The idea that you would intentionally take a shot at Brock Purdy. It brings back uh, – you know, the, the bounty gate conversation. Yep. H- how does that hit you, that comment? It sounds to me like he's trying to say they should recreate the NFC Championship game from last year without actually saying it. Yeah. That, that's what it sounds like to me, which I think in, if, if that's the intention, then I think that's pretty gross. Yeah, um, well, I- I'll not disagree. It's pretty gross. If I could engage in the thought experiment here, mm-hmm. I mean everybody would everybody would take it if it won you the game. Yeah, and if you got ejected, but you're the hero. To me, this goes back to the bounty gate controversy slash conversation, which is they had a bounty to hurt the opposing quarterback. If you do that legally, you are already celebrated. You don't need a bounty payment. Mm-hmm. You knock the quarterback out of the game, that's a win for you. Even though you don't want other people to get hurt, mm-hmm. you do want to stop their ability to play. And I know there are lines to cross, but Chamora's basically saying if you were to blast him on the first play to get in his head late, you'd uh-huh. get flagged for it. And he's saying the penalty would be worth it. Yeah, if that then, uh, if that's what he's saying, like to make him think about it more, right? Like I'm just gonna yeah. give him a big hit, not to, not even with the intent to injure him, which is amazing, right? Because football, everything really is like, you know, you're hitting people for a living. It's it's kind of intent to injure all of it, but yeah. you're hitting him hard enough because now he's going to what be staring at the lineman more and not down the field. Like you're just changing his process. If that is the goal here, and that's the real true intention, then, you know, I could, I could listen to that. 
Would, goal, would it like, actually? Would you actually expect that though? Like you hit Brock Purdy really hard on the first drive of the game. Are you suddenly thinking the Packers' chances go up uh, like significantly of winning uh, the football game? I think it's very possible. I mean, having the the Dolphins not that it worked all the time, but having the Dolphins in the past with Josh Allen made a point to try and hurry up his clock. And I think mm. that's one way you would potentially do this is if you're able to get pressure early and you do take too many steps and hit him or drive him to the ground or the burping thing or whatever. We got a million terms for all these different ways to call roughing the passer. I mean, as it is, you already think roughing the passer is soft. What yeah. if you took one of those roughing the passing penalties that you know is a penalty that some people think is a soft penalty? You just you you land on him. You drive him to the ground. You make a point to know, you know, we're going to be it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a physical day. You're just trying to get inside of his internal clock. I think is the point. So, uh, it, it it's a little bit of a controversy out there. I don't think it's that big a deal that what he said. To be totally honest. I think right. if he he was very close to making it worse, if he had and really like so. it, it, again like if he had mentioned like the Eagle game from last year, like then then I think it yeah. could have it, it would have been even worse. But it's also it's there's always like these. Good morning, by the way, Jeremy and Joe, give us a call eight zero three zero five fifty. There's always these lines to cross because think back to the Warriors Raptors series where Durant is playing hurt and then he goes down and it's clear he won't be able to go on. Yep, like Raptors fans cheered in that moment. And why did they cheer? They cheered because they knew they had a really good chance to win the title, and they did. And they got a lot of flack because, you know, you don't want to cheer a guy getting hurt. That's right, you don't. But you definitely want to cheer for things that are good for you, and sometimes you can't help it. I mean, Joe, a long, long, long time ago, when the Bills lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl, Uh the Giants got to the Super Bowl in part because they knocked Joe Montana out of the game. Hmm. Like the, the week before or, or the early in the NFC playoffs? Championship game, they knocked him out of the game. It was not a dirty hit, but he got knocked out. And Steve Young went in, and the Giants rallied, and they won that game. And for those of you that don't know, I'm sorry to break this to you, I grew up a Giants fan. Yeah. And you see the other team's starting quarterback get knocked out of the game. I'm not happy he's hurt, but I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Don't we all have to admit if Mahomes were to get knocked out of this game, we do not want him to be hurt. Right. But if he is no longer the quarterback, whether it's a suspension or an illness or whatever. I Yeah, I, I know you, what you mean. The, I mean, the reality is you want your team to win. You don't want to break rules to do it. But if he gets knocked out on a clean hit, like that's that. It, if it's, Allen gets knocked out on a clean hit, aren't we devastated? Aren't the Chiefs thinking like, well, that, there goes that. Right. Does it is it any different here? Because no, I, I mean, I guess I guess the answer to this is going to be no. But like the beating the Chiefs idea, right? Like doesn't it, matter. Just the fact that doesn't you haven't done it, and that would really not be doing it. Doesn't it be, matter. It would be a, a, a you know the easy pass, I guess. No, 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 no. Doesn't matter at all. Who won the Super Bowl the year Brady got hurt? Uh, who got hurt the year Brady got? Wait, wait, no, who won the, who Super, won the Bowl Super Bowl? The year that, that Brady got hurt. That would have been the half. My point is you don't yeah, remember. I which, don't remember. Right. I'd have to, yeah, the, yeah. The, it's not the Giants. It's the year after that. Yeah, one of those years. Would that have been a Roethlisberger year? It might have been a Roethlisberger year. Would it have yeah. been a Manning year? Yeah. Like out is out. You know. So anyway, I don't. 
And then the, I mean, we happy, also, we're happy. We're happy. Burrow didn't play this year, right? <laughs> right. Sure. Then also, there's breaking rules, and then there's breaking rules. Breaking right. a rule that's a 15 yard penalty. That's not quite. Hey, you know what you should do is take your helmet off of your head and swing it at Mahomes. Like that is much, much further down the line. But man, that is so like right, right. That that's right. bush league. That's like, I mean, what about roughing, Tra- what about Trey Hendrickson trying to like twist Allen or roll into Allen's knee in Cincinnati? Wasn't like, even called. A, wasn't even called as a penalty. No, I know. But like the idea of like imagine if that had been successful. Or, right. like, uh, the Bills do that to Mahomes on Sunday. The exact same thing. Someone it's rolls dirty. into Mahomes' leg. And now it it's become you completely, ch- you, you, you basically cheated everybody out of that game. And you cheated your way into winning that football game. Because yep. you decided, the only, way I'm, the only way I could beat this guy is if I rip his knee in half. Yeah. Right. It's, there's a lot of dirty stuff that happens in games, right? We probably know that, that maybe doesn't get called. Um, it's tough, like... To just suggest, hit him to send a message, and if you take a 15-yard penalty, I don't think that's near. This is part of my point. That's not nearly as bad as what Trey Hendrickson did that day. Right. And Hendrickson did not get flagged. Right. So, it's also not as bad as what Hayden Hurst did to Taron Johnson in that game. Yeah. He drove him from behind. Like, you know, sometimes it gets, uh, this, is where, this is where it gets high stakes, you know. 803-0550, 1-888-550-2550. George writes in. As we connect with our fans, brought to you by Northtown Kia. Shop online at northtownkia.com. Western New York's number one Kia dealer. This talk made me remember that time Matt Milano made the hit on Mike White two years ago and broke him in half. Yeah. And it was clean <laughs> as hell. And then I missed that guy, Milano. But, yeah, I mean, th- th- yeah. that's the thing about when I mentioned that Giants play that knocked out Montana, it was clean. Although t- it might be called roughing today. That That's a reality. Yep. He planted his helmet in the back of his neck basically and i mean it was a it was a massive hit the the one the one play i keep thinking of even as we like kind of go back into like the early 90s here i think this would have been 80s though the play i think about for that isn't what jim mcmahon got like tossed like on like way after a play like the dirtiest play ever it was like five seconds after an alignment just decided i'm going to injure jim mcmahon here i think it was like packers and bears maybe yeah i'm, I'm gonna I'm pull it up right now it's uh charles martin yeah, like just the filthiest. That whenever I see the clip of it, it's just like that is. Whenever this conversation like comes up, that's the only play I think of because you can't get more overt and obvious. Yeah, that I'm just try, I'm just trying to injure the other quarterback than what happened that, would be, that time. That would be an ejection. It would be a multi-game suspension if you did that today. Yeah, eight oh three oh five fifty one eight 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 five fifty two five fifty. Let's go to David in Williamsville. David, good morning. Good morning. Uh, an analogy I thought of is in an auto race, if another driver hits the wall, um, you hope the guy's okay, but you're glad he's out of the race. Now, if if you ran him into the wall, that's the idea. You know, if yep. it's cheap and dirty, but you're always glad if your competition is lessened. Yep. Yeah, and in, I mean... Thanks, David. I like the auto racing comparison in general because that's one where afterwards there'll be lots and lots of debate about whether or not it crossed the line mm-hmm. or, you know, oh, I, I I had the apex of the turn or whatever, and he had to go around me, so I ran him off the track. Like, you know, it's um, it can be tough, and, and that's one where you'll the guys complaining will say, like, he's going to get somebody killed out here, and the guy that does it says, I'm just trying to win a race. So 
I like that comparison. It's just one of the issues of the day in the NFL's Mark Chamora saying this, and I found it interesting, worth bringing up. Stephen in Florida. Good morning, Stephen. Oh, I think Stephen just dropped oh, did off. Did he drop? Okay. Just dropped off. Just dropped. All right, Stephen, no worries. I watched the 2020 Bills and Chiefs game yesterday. Which one's that, the COVID That's one? the COVID game. Yeah. I decided I'm going to watch the condensed versions, which are like 45 minutes each, yeah. of all six Bills-Chiefs meetings in the last four years before Sunday's game. So I'm down, game. I'm down one. That's a game, if I remember correctly. That's the one where they lined up and dared the Chiefs to run, and they did run. They, that's right. But it gets it gets forgotten too often. Mahomes was near perfect also. It, it, it is. That's right. The other thing that is often forgotten about that game. So really, watching, I mean, the condensed version is basically just every, it's every play. You don't get the replays or you know a lot of the in-between, but it's every play. And the, the Chiefs didn't go all in on run, 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 because they're giving it to us, until like midway through the third quarter. Like, there was a long time that passed where they were still running it some, but they Mahomes was throwing it. And the other thing that is often forgotten about that game, Allen was horrible. He was, he had, with eight minutes, it was like eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Imagine this, eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, in a year where like Allen was, Awesome. Like, he was MVP candidate. He had 66 yards passing with eight mm. minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I mean, uh, what, what another thing that allowed... We, we've had this conversation about other games, I mean, a million times since then. Another thing that allowed the Chiefs to run the ball in that game was that the Bills couldn't keep up because they were just off all day. Allen finished the game... With even even that number wasn't that big, 122, and again half of that came in the final few minutes when they were down. So, I mean that game what gets you know remembered is well they just gave the Chiefs the run game and that's what the Chiefs did all day. I mean a lot of it was because the Bills were down two touchdowns because their offense couldn't throw the ball, and also Travis Kelsey looked like he was 15 years old. I saw you in that game that picture. Oh, he looked. He looked man, like he's in a boy band. That that was another kind of just a uh, an experiment watching or exercise watching a game back from four years ago between these two teams. How like Poyer and Hyde look so much faster in this game, and of course that's like in the middle of their prime. And Diggs even looks like more athletic to me, but nobody stood out more for that than Kelsey. Hmm. Like Kelsey is so fluid and he's running by linebackers with ease just so fast he's running down the down the field a lot the touchdown he scores he runs like a corner route where he gets open on Poyer and now watching Kelsey this year I mean it just looks like a completely different player he's still good but now it just feels like more of a, a super version of like old Jason Witten where he just runs a button hook and sticks his butt out and he's got three yards of separation Eight oh three oh five fifty to Dan in New Jersey. Next up, hey Dan. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, hey, I got a question on the Chiefs, but real quick, you were cheering earlier that it's uh, well next week it would be a day game. I need more night games. I've got a one and a half year old, and me and my wife both want to watch the game. And after the toddler is asleep, it's perfect for us. So, I've, I consider me in the pro night game camp if there is one yeah well um, three the two times are three and six thirty though yeah 
Yeah, seven thirty bedtime. I can work with that. I okay. can work with that. The Super Bowl's a night game. Super Bowl's yeah. what, like six forty-five? <laughs> Usually, yeah. 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 Um, hey, listen. Anyways, question on the Chiefs. So I I know uh, they've had a, a down year offensively. I haven't. I've watched when I can, but you know, again, I have a toddler. So, um, how have they looked like the past four or five weeks? Are they? I know Miami. They put up four hundred yards. Like, are they trending up? Are we getting them at the wrong time? I just be curious if you have any numbers on that. Yeah, Thanks, it's a good guys. question Go because yeah. Thanks, Dan. Against the Dolphins, they did get. 400 yards they'd gone 10 consecutive games without it and their last game they played the chargers and you know they didn't really need to do anything so you don't want to think about it too much blaine gabbert played and threw for 154 yards i mean mm-hmm. the, the, wow who led them in rushing in that game do you know that um lamichael p ryan Oh, never. I yes, mean, it right, could have been here right. in, a, in a year. Yeah, so <laughs> nobody played. So you want you almost want to remove the Chargers game from it as well. Yeah. And then let's just go back. I mean, they beat the Bengals, who had who – in, who was the quarterback? Jake Browning. Jake Browning. Yep. They lost to the Raiders. They beat the Patriots. They lost to the Bills. They lost to the Packers. They beat the Raiders. They lost to the Eagles. They beat the Dolphins on a defensive touchdown. Let's treat yeah. this like let's let's treat them like they're the Bills, okay? Like we treat the Bills. When's their last good win? If this were the Bills, <sighs> yeah. we would say their last good win was the Eagles, and then we'd immediately say maybe that's not that good after all. Yeah. Wait, so the Chiefs go, though? The, the Chiefs. Well, they lost the Eagles. Um, oh, so you're right. I'm sorry. They lost the Eagles. Okay. The, well, the, the, the Dolphins. Last, the Dolphins. Their last is good really... win is November 5th in Germany. Right, where they scored a defensive touchdown, and, and yep. it, it was on a lateral play. Let, let's keep going. <laughs> Go back. They lost to the Broncos. They beat the Chargers. They beat the Broncos. They beat the Vikings. Yeah. They there's... beat the Jets. They beat the Bears. Mm-hmm. They beat the Jaguars 17-9. to Like, if this is the Bills. Yeah, they, they don't have uh, I mean, this is something they said about Miami a lot, isn't it? Like, what, what's your most impressive win against a good team? And for and, Kansas City, it is Miami. And it's not even that impressive to me. Well, at least the, the, the regular season game isn't. I guess the playoff game that they're coming off of against a good team, that's their most impressive win, is it not? I mean, de- definitively, I think it is. So, I mean, I guess that matters, too, that it's their, their last game, but I don't know. Shouldn't I also consider in that game that, I mean, it was, you know, did, the Dolphins just did not look like they wanted to play it. And, and I know well, the how Dolphins, they injured they are, too. They had half a team. The Dolphins right. did. Yeah. Kelsey said on his podcast that it was the coldest game he's ever played by a lot to a point where he's never seen this before, but that the Chiefs players were putting those hand warmers in their gloves. I mean, linemen probably were doing gloves more than receivers, but also in, in their shoes. And he had never seen that happen. Because usually football players, like you're running around enough to where the blood's pumping when you go to the sidelines, you 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 warm up, but on the field you're fine. This was like the guys on the field were so cold they had to have warmers in their shoes. Wow! And like, man, the, the Dolphins. I I guess like they just didn't want to play the game, right? Like Tua threw a five yard pass on fourth down. I mean, <laughs> yeah. he wanted to get to the sideline probably to warm up and end the football game. So. I don't want to take too much away from it. I mean, the Dolphins no, are no, a good no. team, and I know they have injuries, but they controlled that game throughout. They didn't allow Miami to score at all, and Miami did have a lot of their offensive pieces back. 
But again, as we look at it, that's it. Like last week to me is their only real impressive win over a, over a good team all season. Eight oh three oh five fifty. More your calls when we get back from the break. Bills football Thursday, basically. Sabers and Blackhawks tonight from KeyBank Center, and all the travel bans being lifted. So uh, looks like that should be just fine to go off. Chicago dog. Chicago. There, there is Chicago dog. Yeah, we mentioned this briefly yesterday. I heard you talking, and yeah. what you were trying to say without saying it basically is that you just don't like tomatoes. I don't like. I don't like. Well, I don't like uh, tomato slices. You, you said the. I can. I can have called them. You called it the snots of the tomato? Yeah, like the the middle <laughs> portion where all the seeds are. I, I want nothing yeah. to do with that. Nothing to do with it. I used to think, I used to pick tomatoes off things and eat tomato products, but never any tomatoes. I didn't like tomatoes. Yeah. Same, like slices, and the and now I think they're great. There's those like smaller, what are they called? Like the Roma tomatoes, I think, where that's really, it's just, it's just a tomato. There's not the big, giant chunks of seed and, you know... I called it snot, and it's always, you know, that's the, like what the texture is. It's, it's what the is middle it, of a tomato. The middle of a tomato that you don't like, isn't it when it's not quite soft enough? It's when it's too hard in the middle. Well, I want a, I want a firm, crispy tomato, don't I? Yeah, but you want it firm from the outside all the way into a point. If it's too soft all the way in, then that's a difference. No, I'm sorry. If it's not ripe enough, it's too hard on the inside. And then it's like eating... Uh-huh. I don't know. Just, 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 just chop it up. That's all I need. Sure. Just, just chop it up and put, put it on there. And so neon Chicago, green relish. A Chicago dog tonight. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yep. All right, maybe. The year of the hot dog at Sabres. It, re- it really is the year of the dog for them. Yep. Jeremy and Joe on WGR. Congratulations to Josh Allen for freezing out the competition and winning this week's MVP. Josh Allen, no MVPs, but one NVP. Nickelodeon? Yes, which means if you go to Josh Allen's pro football reference page, actually, is it up already? Not yet, but they have those little tabs up by his number Yeah, with all the accolades. And right now, his just says two-time Pro Bowler and something called the PFWA MIP. Okay. But if you go to, like, Mitch Trubisky's page, for instance, there's a he's big, got an, He's bright, got an MVP. Yeah, it's like an orange tab that says MVP gotcha. from 2020. Josh, I need that Post Malone back because there's actually Post Malone news. Post Malone news? Yeah. It's actually NFL news. So, Super Bowl 58 is coming up. That's this Super Bowl? 58? Is that right? Yeah, 58, yeah. Okay. So we have our lineups of National Anthem, America the Beautiful, Lift Every Voice and Sing. Singing uh-huh. the National Anthem, Reba McIntyre. <laughs> okay. Singing America the Beautiful, Post Malone. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. every Lift Every Voice and Sing is uh, Andra Day. Okay. 
Post Malone, I don't know his most recent album, very like a total vibe change. Yeah. To like he's he's singing. I mean, he started I guess as a country music singer. So, he's got he's got a voice. That'll be very uh interesting. And who's the halftime show again? It's I'm, I was just looking that up. Usher. That's right. It's Usher. Usher. Because Taylor Swift said no. Right? I don't know. There was a story. I, th- I remember reading a story that the NFL tried to get Taylor Swift, and she she had no interest. There was a story from TMZ yesterday that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey are entering a particularly challenging time in their relationship. Yeah. Is that just because uh, she doesn't want to come to Buffalo? She doesn't want to come to Buffalo. No. <laughs> uh, was Where, my where's first the Taylor thought. Swift beat reporter for USA Today? We're like three days out. Is she coming or not? I. I ha- I, th- I think she's coming. She's coming. She's definitely coming. No, she's not. She's gonna. You know. She's you want to bet? Say, she's gonna say. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Fine. Let's bet. No, we should. We shouldn't. We shouldn't bet. Why? Because she's coming. You saw the news. No, but she's she's definitely coming. Hundred percent. Then why shouldn't we bet? Give me some odds. All right. Fine. You want? What do you want? What do you want the odds to be? Even. No, you seem very confident, and that it would be a. But a big, you seem oh, you seem pretty confident too. I I just I'm, she's coming once there's a new stadium to come to. Well, she's coming for a show when uh, when the new stadium comes, isn't she? Well, maybe I don't know. She can make a billion dollars from this tour. She might never right. tour again. Um. All right, I'll give you two to one odds. All right. And she's going to be shown. Is this shown during the broadcast? I mean, of course she's going to be shown during the. Is there a single broadcast she hasn't been shown? She'll be shown. She'll always be front and center. Center. She's always in the front row, by the way. Of sweet level. Yeah, of sweet level, which yeah. means like that, that she knows the deal. She knows the drill. Although she did get made fun of uh, at the Golden Globes for that, and didn't you know seem to take it well. There was a joke made about how like she's being shown more than football is on these broadcasts. The joke wasn't delivered very well, though. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a I very good joke. No, it was yeah. a good joke, but the guy like kind of Ricky Gerv- was it Ricky Gervais? No, no, it, was someone it else? wasn't. I-, I don't know who it was this year, but he like messed up the delivery. Okay, hmm. yeah, and she just kind of took a drink, like didn't seem seem amused by it whatsoever. Well, a couple announcements on Taylor Swift. No, we're not boycotting her music because she's great, and we're also not throwing snowballs or or hurling profanities. Her way either. No, I I said right, everybody. We're, we're not going to do that. We're going to be adults. I said that the, I think the most that I that, that you should see is chanting her name like she's a goalie in a in a playoff game, <laughs> like Taylor Taylor. Even even if it's to get in Travis Kelsey's head, like if I he has a drop and people start start chanting that. I I think that's pretty weak itself. That that is. That, 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 yes, that means she's more in your heads than the, than the Chiefs' heads. You can't say she's too involved or any like Tony Dungy compare, complained about her and said football Tony fans Dungy. are disenchanted by her presence, which is absurd. Tony Dungy. Yeah, he uh, he. <laughs> it's it's absurd. I also liked seeing the Tony Dungy and Rodney Harrison were the two that had to had to stand on the field for thirty second uh, sound bites on the Peacock broadcast. Did you notice that on no. the uh, the Dolphins and Chiefs game? They were so cold, you could tell. <laughs> and those are the two that have had infuriating comments. I feel like all year, Harrison had that thing with Chris Jones where he called somebody trash, and then Dungy's had these weird comments. Um, I think I think she's I think she's coming. She went to Green Bay. 
Yeah, all right. And she's off from tour. What else is she going to do? Although I guess if this is a challenging, really, what the other reason she has to show up, this is how uh, this is how a high-profile uh, couple has to operate, is even if you are entering a challenging time, and but now it's known because TMZ is talking about it. Well, now you have to show up because if you don't show up, <laughs> now everybody in the in all of the the e news. You know, worlds are going to go, hey, wait a minute, where's Taylor? Something's in trouble in paradise? It's going to become a story if she's not there. 803-0550. Definitely not boycotting her music, though. Why would we? Uh, Let's get to uh, Steven in Florida still there? He's back, yeah. He's back. Steven, good morning. Hey, good morning. All right, so what I have for you guys is what I want to call some sarcastic sports trivia. I'm going to ask some questions and then answer them for you. And this is to take shots back at all the critics and the naysayers and the deniers where the Bills are concerned. First of all, so what do the following teams have in common? The New York Jets, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the New England Patriots, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Denver Broncos, and the Philadelphia Eagles. They all beat the Bills. Now, the other part of that is, though, None of them are now in the playoffs. Okay? Now, second thing. On the Cowboys radio network, when I tuned into the game with Green Bay, oh, they were going on the pregame. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, let's ask the Bills and the Packers that question. Um, And the third thing is this, and this is what I'm leading up to. I think it's no coincidence that the first game after the bye, week 14, Oh, who did the Bills play and beat? The KC Chiefs. So we've now come full circle. They have to come to Buffalo. And what I want to see happen, and here's the thing. You look at the Bills. People are counting them out. There's no way they're going to make the playoffs, let alone take the division. Miami's too far ahead. Okay, well, all that's been shut up. Okay, so here's the thing. Yeah, Buffalo's got some injuries. But one thing they've proven this season is they are able to step up and come back because it's adversity that builds character, and that's what this team has. And so what I'm saying is that I'm looking for Buffalo, and you guys pointed this out a couple days ago. Patrick Mahomes, he's like a spoiled brat. He gets the reps. I didn't say well, that. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, it was, that's my impression. He gets I didn't say you said that, but I'm yeah, saying okay. that. Because he gets the refs to call penalties, pointing more than probably anybody else. So what I'm saying is I'm looking for the Bills to spank Mr. Mahomes and send him packing back to Kansas City with his tail between his legs. Yeah, they got a good team, but they're not at the level they were at last year when they went to the Super Bowl. I think Buffalo's at a much higher level now, even with the injuries, than they were last year. Because remember – the mentality, okay, the mental anguish they had with the DeMar um, uh, the Hamlin situation, that shook them. And so I think when since he came to Buffalo, it was like a, a bad flashback for Buffalo, and it was enough to, to beat them. So the thing this time around, though, you know, listen to Dave Jackson in the, uh, you know, the post game after the Pittsburgh Steelers game where they beat the Steelers. Yeah, we just had to step up despite the injuries, and then look. Well, at the I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on this idea a, a little bit. Thanks, Stephen. We gotta go because uh, we're gonna get to Extendo Sports. 
the Bills have done a nice job in the last month and a half, and really everything, especially defensively. The idea that they are able to overcome all injuries no matter what is not correct. And the whole this season, there was a six-week stretch where that was the case. For six weeks, their defense fell apart because of injuries. It, it did, but, I mean, they never really gave up that many points. Right? They gave up 29 to the Patriots and Mac Jones. Okay, so like, that, that, if, if yeah, they, that one was if, bad. Well, hold on, hold on. If they had played the Cowboys and the and the Dolphins and the Eagles and the Chiefs in the stretch when they were giving up points to, let me check here, the Broncos and the Patriots, mm-hmm. they might have lost a couple more games. So, you know, I, listen, a lot of that stuff that Steven runs through is – fan fiction is saying it too strongly is talk around the game whoever wins gets to tell the story all of that can all be true and the Bills can just lose this game anyway mm-hmm. adversity the Chiefs have had tons of adversity this year Patrick Mahomes is looking for anyone to catch a pass yeah <laughs> right uh-huh. I mean they've had adversity too and you know I, I just I don't I don't know I, I, I hope the Bills win and if they do, you get to tell the story about it. We can make it more about how Tyler Dunn's piece motivated the team, if you care, if you want to do that. I, I don't think that happened at all. But if you want it, you can have it. So I, I, I hope they win. If they don't win, what will the excuse be? That, that's, that's part of this. That's part of what I like about this right now is last year when they lost to Cincinnati, man, those excuses slash reasons mm-hmm. not to dismiss them totally they were thick how shot they were mentally this this and this like oh okay i guess i guess that's that, that that's not wrong mm-hmm. but they won't have any of that this time so if they if that's part of why i i don't really want too much of what steven's laying out there because then if they lose how do you square everything right. you just said it becomes it be, it, the, the adversity turns into an excuse yeah and if they lose because they are down to Dane Jackson and Kyer Elam covering receivers and they lose by two points, mm. like, okay, well, that's tough. I mean, are they no longer a team that handles adversity? Is their coach no longer good? Is Josh Allen no longer a stud? Like These, these games come down to very, very small margins. One of the margins that Steven mentioned was the pass interference slash defensive holding. The Chiefs generate defensive holding calls better than any team in the league the last two years. But the amount of times they do it on their own turf versus at the road is very different. They're number one by a mile at home. And on the road, that gap lessens significantly. So, you know, maybe you get a couple of calls. That said, it's Sean Hockley, who I've seen. This is another thing. See, Joe, <laughs> my advice yeah, to everybody. The referees. Yeah, my advice to everybody is just don't care about certain things, and you don't have to, you know, yeah. you don't have to stress about it. Sean Hockley, the the numbers for him against the Bills, they average like 10 penalties per game, and the Chiefs are 8-2 and two in games with Sean Hockley in the Mahomes era. Like, okay, I don't care about either of those things. I mean, I don't think Sean Hockley gets out of bed every day trying to throw 10 flags against the Bills, and Patrick Mahomes is 8-2 and two in most scenarios, right? Like, he wins all the time. So, I don't know. I don't I don't have too much for all that. If the Bills win, that's great. They'll be able to tell the stories about culture, adversity, and this and that, but only if they win. Yeah. And that's kind of what undoes all that talk for me is it only matters that they win.
I don't know. Is that right? Is that is that out of bounds? Is that I I think is that, is that no, fair? I think, it, I think it's all fair. I think it's all right. I think I think I'm already dreading the idea of if they don't win this game on Sunday that the excuse machine is going to get fired up and we're going to be hearing about how they lost the game because the Chiefs had a rest advantage or something. Right, right. I'm glad the That's, Bills were able to practice yesterday just so that I don't have to hear about how they yeah. they they only had four practices and the Chiefs had like seven or something. Right. That that's another one. I mean, I'm not telling you that I'm right about it, but if you just decide to not care about that, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe it's a defense mechanism, you know. Then you don't have to confront it. 8030550. Thanks, Stephen. Football Friday tomorrow. Extra point show coming up. Bills and Chiefs. Lot, but actually, what Steven drives home is like, look at how many narratives are built into this one game. Yeah. So much riding on it. And when we say narratives, like the way people talk about Josh Allen, the way people talk about the Bills, it will change by Sunday at 10 p.m. And which way it goes, you know, all that matters is that they win. Jeremy and Joe on WGR. Breaking sports news airs first here. Guaranteed. WGR Sports Radio 550. 2020 Sports. Extendo Sports. Ahead of uh, Divisional Round Weekend, we've got a little trash talk. Baker Mayfield and C.J. Gardner-Johnson. So Lions safety C.J. Gardner-Johnson remarked this week that the Buccaneers don't have a good quarterback. Quote, telling the Detroit Free Press. This group probably is one of the better groups we've faced all year besides that Tampa group. If you give that Tampa group a good quarterback, that's a great group. Evans, Godwin, Gage, that's a great group. I played against them for real. That was Sorry, that was C.J. Gardner-Johnson mm-hmm. when asked about prepping for the Rams, saying one of the better groups besides Tampa. Now he's facing Tampa and the quarterback who he said wasn't good. Mayfield responded oh. very good. Very good answer. I don't think he's watched much film because he mentioned Russell Gage. We love Russell, but Russell hasn't played a snap all year. <laughs> right, he was hurt in uh, training camp. Yes. Wow. So, there you go. There's your bulletin board material for Baker Mayfield. Did you see DeAndre Ayton from the Trailblazers, why he missed his game last night? I did see this because I saw you retweet it. He had icy roads near his house. Yeah, out tonight due to icy roads in his neighborhood is how the uh, the Blazers put it. Yeah. Hmm. Devin Singletary was like walking through snow that was taller than he was and made yeah. it to a game in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, Josh Allen was asked about that if uh, that guy named Squirrel got him out of his uh, house to oh, get him to yeah. practice. And like, no, 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 Squirrel, not yet. Like They've been okay on the roads. We also got tagged in a uh, potential uh, stat of the year nominee Okay. last night. Uh, stat of the day is LeBron James. See this? I did. Has played against 35% of all players in NBA history. Should I be as surprised by that number as I am? It's just glaring to see it, I think. Yeah, it's like Yager. You play long enough. Yager, yeah. I mean, Yager's number is... Yager had a thing, right, where he like had had a teammate playing the Stanley Cup Finals for like 40 years in a row or something? Yeah, yeah. Also, Tyler Ennis retired. I saw Tyler Ennis retired. Loved Tyler Ennis. Yeah, he was a fun player. 
scored. Uh, I show the Bulldog had this debate yesterday. I think I think it went pretty quickly. He did he not score the last important goal for the Buffalo Sabers? <laughs> yeah, game game five? Uh, five game five game five in Philly to go up three two. Then they lose the next two, which ends up being the last overtime goal that uh, in the playoffs that RJ ever calls. Yeah, so long ago. All right, we're back tomorrow for Football Friday. Extra point show coming up. Thanks, everybody, for uh, calling, texting, listening, inching closer to this game on Sunday. Cheers. We'll talk tomorrow. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.